pastor for over 25 years and a student of the Bible for over 30, and it's my joy to always be able to share uh, some of God's Word with you. If you're new to this channel, I'd like you to like it and subscribe it and tell a few other people about it. I have uh, 260 Bible teachings with about 31,000 downloads, so thank you to those of you who've been watching and learning and getting something from this. Um, and if you share this, it'll help uh, people get a little bit more of God's Word in their life uh, to learn from it, and then that's my heart. Now today we're going to look at Revelation chapter 2, verse 8 through 11. Uh, this is the, the second of the churches that have been addressed here in Revelation. It's the church in Smyrna. Now in verse 8 it says, The angel of the church in Smyrna write, These are the words of him who is the first and the last, who died and came to life. Verse 9, I know your afflictions and your poverty, yet you are rich. I know about the slander of those who say they are Jews and are not, but are a synagogue of Satan. Do not be afraid of what you are about to suffer. I tell you, the devil will put some of you in prison to test you, and you will suffer persecution for 10 days. Be faithful, even to the point of death, and I will give you your life as your victor's crown. Okay, so let's break this down a little bit. Uh, and then lastly, verse 11 says, Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. The one who is victorious will not be hurt at all by the second death. There's a lot here to unpack, and now let's break it down into some of its key components. Now, Revelation is apocalyptic in its genre, and this is important. Smyrna was an ancient city in Asia Minor, modern-day Turkey, known for its wealth and its commerce and its loyalty to the Roman Empire. Now, the church in Smyrna was a Christian community living in the prosperous and largely pagan city uh, at that time. Now, a little bit of a background. Revelation 2.8 says, And to the angel in Smyrna write the words of the first and the last who died and came to life. Now, this verse begins by specifying that the message is directed to the angel of the church in Smyrna. Now, in the context of Revelation, these uh, quote-unquote angels are often understood as messengers or representatives of their respective churches. Now, this indicates that the message is intended for the Christian community in this town. Now, the verse proceeds to identify the speaker as the first and the last who died and came to life. Now, this description is a reference to Jesus Christ. The title, the first and the last, also known as the Alpha and the Omega, underscores Jesus' divine nature, signifying his eternal existence, while the mention of his death and resurrection emphasizes his redemptive work and victory over death then and in our lives. Now, Revelation 2.8 serves to establish the authority and divine nature of the speaker. Jesus Christ is about to deliver this message to this church. Now, the introduction prepares the receivers for the words that follow and emphasize the significance of Christ's message to this specific congregation, this specific church. 
Now look at verse 9. It says, I know your afflictions and your poverty, yet you are rich. Now, the poverty of the church in Smyrna likely refers to both the material and the social poverty. Historically, Smyrna was a prosperous city in Asia Minor known for its wealth and its allegiance to the Roman Empire. In contrast, the Christian community in Smyrna faced economic hardships, societal marginalization due to their refusal to participate in pagan practices and emperor worship. Sound familiar? Material poverty within the church suggests that many members may have struggled to meet their basic needs. Does that sound familiar? Their commitment to Christ may have led to economic ostracization as they may have lost job opportunities or been denied access to economic privileges that were often linked to participating in pagan religious activities. Furthermore, social poverty likely included isolation and discrimination, a lot of the same issues that believers in Jesus face today. Now, the church in Smyrna faced social, social exclusion and ridicule for their broader beliefs in Jesus. It made them difficult to integrate into society's social fabric. And so if you feel some of that pressure in your life, you're not alone. This has been like it since the beginning. Yet despite their poverty, the Smyrna Christians remained spiritually rich, displaying unwavering faith to Christ. This context underscores the remarkable strength of their faith and their willingness to endure persecution and suffering for the sake of their Christian convictions. This is a theme that Jesus, that Jesus acknowledges and commends in his message and to his followers here in this church. Now, 2.10 says, Revelation 2.10 is a pivotal verse within the message of Jesus to this church. It reads as follows, Do not fear what you're about to suffer, Behold, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested and for 10 days and you will have tribulation. Be faithful unto death and I will give you the crown of life. What does this mean? Well, this verse carries several significant elements and I want us to look at each one of them. Jesus acknowledges that the Smyrna Christians are about to face persecution and suffering. They're warned not to give in to the fear of the impending trials that are coming into their life. Will your life be free of suffering and persecution? <laughs> not if you're following Jesus. If you're following Jesus, it's actually quite normal. Jesus attributes the forthcoming persecution to the actions of, quote, the devil, signifying the spiritual opposition and the conflict that Christians often encounter in your life and in my life. Here we also learn that some members of the church in Smyrna will be thrown into prison, a physical manifestation of the persecution they will endure. This imprisonment is described as a test, likely testing their faith and commitment to Jesus. Now, the mention of the 10 days is symbolic and doesn't necessarily indicate a specific duration. Instead, it suggests a limited period of suffering, just like in our life. It emphasizes that the trials will not last forever. Indeed, suffering and persecution are always have a time frame. Do our trials last forever? No, they don't. Typically, 
They're seasonal. Now, despite the challenges and the possibility of facing death for their faith, Jesus encourages the Samaritan Christians to remain faithful until the end, demonstrating unwavering commitment in their faith. Now, in exchange for their faithfulness, Jesus offers the crown of life as a reward. This signifies eternal life and victory over death for those who endure trials and persecution for their faith in Jesus. Now, Revelation 2.10 conveys the message of hope and endurance. It reassures believers that even in the face of suffering and persecution, their faithfulness to Christ will ultimately lead to the gift of eternal life. That, my friend, is encouraging. This verse serves as a source of encouragement for followers of Jesus to persevere through the trial they are currently in, even when confronted with adversity and challenges to their beliefs. Now, lastly, Revelation 2.11 says, is a verse from the message of Jesus to the church in Smyrna found here. And it reads like this. It's the English Standard Version. It says, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. The one who conquers will not be hurt by the second death. Well, what does this mean? Well, this verse carries several important themes and teachings. And they're going to encourage us as we wrap this up. The phrase, he who has an ear, let him hear, is a common expression learned uh, that was taught by Jesus to his early followers. I taught the entire book of Matthew, and this phrase is actually used many times. It serves as a call to all believers, not just those in Smyrna, to pay attention and understand the message that's being conveyed, but to all believers in all times, in all countries and places to listen to the importance of this message. It underscores the importance of spiritual discernment and attentiveness to the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Believers are urged to listen and to heed the message delivered to the churches. Now the phrase, the one who conquers, signifies the importance of enduring faith and perseverance, particularly in the face of trials and persecution. Those who remain faithful and overcome challenges are promised a reward. Now, the assurance that conquerors will not be hurt by the second death is significant. In the context of Revelation, the second death that's being talked about here symbolizes eternal separation from God or spiritual death. Now, believers who conquer through faith in Jesus are promised eternal life and protection from the spiritual death. That is all the incentive we need to give our lives to Christ. Now, 2.11 serves as a reminder of the eternal rewards of faithfulness and perseverance in our journey with Jesus. It also encourages us to remain steadfast in our faith, to take serious the teachings of the Bible, and to look forward to the promise of eternal life through Christ. There, we will be spared from the spiritual death that is symbolized by the second death. And thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you got blessed by some of God's word in your life. Please share this with someone. Help us get the word into more people's hearts and lives. Until next time, I hope you have a beautiful day.